0: Look at that! Episode three hundred and twelve of A to the show. We're traveling around the world. We got a guy in Tennessee, a guy in London. Welcome to the show, Josh <laughs> and Bolton. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, how's it going? Glad the, to be here. Give us the backstory. Give us the backstory real quick. How do you guys meet each other? Oh, it's um, Come it's one, one giant mistake.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, me, sure. and Josh.
2: I have known each other for like six years now, <laughs> which is just the saddest, the saddest <laughs> statistic. Yeah, oh, I'm, no. I'm,
1: I'm probably closer with Dalton than I am with most people I know in my real life, which is just, it's horrific. Um, you you but, didn't mean i in real life. You guys didn't meet I, I don't know, Dalton might still be an 80 year old man for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. But yeah, I just, I mean, I met Dalton because <laughs> I was i was in school one day and I just got really bored. I started, I had access to photoshop because of my class and I just started photoshopping um, celebrities onto food. I started doing <laughs> like, I did like a <laughs> Halle, Halle Berry, um, what was some of the other ones? Oh, Kevin Bacon, John Hamm. They look like burn victims, but it was That's good. <laughs> uh, and I, I sent it to a friend of mine that I met on an app called iFunny called Max. And he was like, oh, I know these guys who like do this properly. You should meet them. And then he added me to this group chat and then it was done And then my life just went downhill almost immediately. Um, <laughs> <skydives>. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. And um, then
2: so, so we kind of became buddies through that, through doing the Photoshop stuff. And um, I guess the podcast started about a year and a half ago. We cool. do a podcast called Semi Pro. I guess I should mention that. Just, plug it. just real God, quick. Yes. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: But uh, it started about a year ago. Well, the idea behind it was... We wanted to interview people who were semi professionals in their field. So, if you do a little bit of directing on the side, we'll interview you. If you do a little bit of Photoshop unprofessionally, but you, you know, maybe you get paid a little bit, well, you know, we want to interview you. photography, all that kind of stuff. That was the idea behind it. Um, that lasted like six episodes before we just started talking <laughs> about movies. <laughs> and so now it's a movie podcast and we talk about movies that we like and, and watch. Um, sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree, but. Mm-hmm. Um, as josh said everything has been sort of downhill since we met i mean my life has just spiraled into nothingness well yeah
4: describe your nothing like your spiral downwards what's going on like what is it what's going on behind that
2: uh well i just i talk to josh frequently and i don't i don't particularly like josh and so it's just
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah me me and dawn have spent uh many nights up until like 6 a.m my time 3 a.m his time at times um and it, it just it kind of spirals into madness a lot of it, <laughs> uh, because we, we usually hop with a couple of our friends who one of which we met, uh, in that in uh, that iFunny group chat that they added me to, and the other one, uh, you know, him, I Item Spider Monkey. Um, we met him through Dalton, technically, because Dalton tried to collab <laughs> with him at one point, and uh, yeah, they just became friends. We all started talking, we all became mates, and now we just we hop on Discord, we'll Photoshop, we'll Play Fortnite, uh, uh just it, it descends quite often into nonsense words and one off references that only we'll ever know. Uh, and it's it's horrible, quite frankly.
0: I mean, it <laughs> is it is incredible actually that you guys just met on the internet and have been able to develop a real relationship that is real.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah,
0: it is one of the coolest things I think about like our generation that our parents can have never have imagined, like meeting someone and working with someone entirely in a whole different continent. I mean, that is incredible. Yeah. I mean, Josh is, uh, Josh is coming to my wedding in April.
2: Like that's, you know, he's, he's gonna be one of my groomsmen, you know, like that's...
4: Congratulations on, first Congrats. of all, on getting married.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Not congratulations on Josh coming. Cause
1: that's like, the second one. I think that's like one of the signs of the judgment day Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean we so we we host the podcast semi pro we used to host an old one that you'll never be able to find because we deleted it off the face of the internet gone Um, forever but we used used to be us two and then our friends dan uh savage comics and item and that was that was hell to record because like you had four different people in four different time zones trying to match up to one to speak for like an hour and a half kind of like Um, right now
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, kind of like my nap.
1: <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, it was just kind of, it was all over the place. So it's kind of, it, it's nice that me and Don have been able to work out some kind of balance where we can record more or less every week um, in in the same time zone, even though we're six hours apart. Uh, but um, yeah, it's, it's kind of incredible that we met one time in a group chat five years ago, and then Don convinced me to make an Instagram account, and from that point, he was never going to get rid of me. Oh Um, wow! um, Well, uh, I could if
0: I I tried.
2: If if I really wanted to, to, I could.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) And another thing you guys have in common is the the superhero that you guys are really into superhero designs. Um, Um, What what came first for you? Was it the superhero designs, or because you guys are both designers also? Um, So, so
2: one of the things that me and Josh share is we both enjoy like hero stories. But we also really have like a disdain for, uh, I guess, nerd culture would be the way to put it (laughs) because these people just these people get on my nerves. (laughs) That's
1: our audience. Don't insult our audience. please. I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry.
1: Um, Your your audience are cool. It's just it's everyone else outside. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I took like Um, a
2: six month break from Instagram, maybe three months. I took like a three month break from Instagram just altogether, just delete straight up deleted it. Uh, because I was so fed up with all this stuff. You mean, I mean, I, you, I, I posted an edit of um, John Boyega as Red Hood once, and I got 10,000 comments,
4: Oof.
2: which is insane. <laughs> yeah. And as you can imagine, they weren't necessarily positive, and there were some yeah. like personal attacks in there, like at me for making it in the first place. <laughs> and it was just like, like it's it's wild how how into this stuff nerds get. Mm. Um, like I've gotten mm. death threats before, and so I really like hero stories, and I really like graphic design, but that kind of stuff really annoys me. Right, and and, and so mm-hmm. I've yeah, it actually
4: to... wait it actually reached to a point where you got received death threats.
2: Yes, this that's a whole story that I'm not going to get into. Okay, that's, <laughs> <idea. laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but... I'll tell you guys after we're done recording. Sounds okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've I've been like like mm-hmm. threatened, and it's like that stuff just gets on my nerves and <laughs> Of um, course. yeah it's like we,
0: a design <laughs> yeah
2: right it's like i'm doing I'm, I'm making photoshop stuff that's going on instagram it's not like it's that serious and it's also not like it concerns you and it's also like like well, i don't know why people take this stuff so seriously um which has kind of made me step back a little bit i mean josh is still going super strong but i've kind of started to try and do some other stuff because i'm just <laughs> like i'm so fed up with that um just that 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 culture mm-hmm. where it's like like this is my livelihood you know i care so much about superheroes and comic books that this is what i'm basing my life around and if this thing is messed up if taskmaster is a woman i will riot and it's like <laughs> it doesn't really matter you know like you're a <laughs> human being like on in in the real world on a giant rocket spinning through space like i don't know so that that's that's my soapbox and <laughs> I got off on that. and the, I don't uh, remember how, so I'm passing it off. Yeah.
0: Passing it off. Um, I mean, I
4: think this this is something that c- can occur in any kind of culture if you absolutely. want to talk about yeah, it. It's, yeah. it's just about how do you want to, if do you actually want to be in that kind of situation or do you want to actually have these kind of people watching your stuff and then, talk, you know, basically threatening you or hating on your work. And uh, I mean, it's just how do you want to, how do you want to, well, your perspective on it? Right. And I don't, yeah, I don't, like what goes into a person's mind? Like what, in your opinion, what goes through a person's mind who thinks that way, who wants to insult someone for his work or even go to the point where they want to threaten them?
2: Well, I don't even care about that. It's just like, how, like, why do you, what has to be going on in your head that you take this, that you take a comic book movie so seriously that you're like willing to, to get that upset about it? You what know willing to kill someone right. <laughs> like, yeah. you're it's willing to a... threaten somebody because you care so much about a superhero like yeah. like like what are
1: we like but five, it's like, um, there's such like a disconnect between people who are able to you know i i'm a fan of comic books i've got a few stuff on my shelf i read them every now and again it's like yeah. I, I read it and i go hey that's that's neat or like sometimes you can identify with the character like um i know a lot of people identify with Man, for instance but it's like there comes a point where you are going too far. If someone does an edit of Spider Man, they're like, "Hey, this is a Spider Man costume, I made. and you, you like, you see it and you get angry at it. But it's like <laughs> you can just you can just look at it and then look past it. You know, no no one's no one's got your eyes open, forcing you to look at whatever it is you're getting angry at. Um, and it, yeah, it's just kind of I don't I don't want to say frightening. Cause it's not quite the word, but it's troubling to a degree. Um, Cause I, I mean i remember when stuff like when chadwick boseman died i think elizabeth olsen got chased off of instagram because she didn't post a five-page memorial to to him it's oh, like wow. these people are animals um and they just <laughs> <laughs> they never seem to realize that <laughs> there is a disconnect <laughs> um,
2: it's almost like threatening to burn down a movie studio just because you don't like the version of a movie
1: they released yeah it, it's, it's and then, yeah like you said it's not it's not limited to comic comic cu- culture the comic communities on um social media you know it, it's everywhere it's in the star wars communities it's right. in the gaming communities mm-hmm. reddit reddit's just full of the stuff yes you guys remember <laughs> sonic i mean they
2: cyber bullied yeah. uh, a movie studio in, into in changing the design of <laughs> and it, <and> it worked <laughs> <I laughs> work. sonic. sonic
0: yeah but like, um yeah I mean, not everything has to be like just like the original, right? Like the comic books were their own thing, and the movies are an inspiration from them. And all your artists and designers are just another inspiration, and just an evolution. And things keep changing, and these heroes live on and change, right? Well, with People me and Josh's stuck... stuff,
2: our our stuff is nothing. It's it's literally yeah. meaningless. Like <laughs> it has no <laughs> like yeah, significant I mean,
1: purpose. I I started I started editing because I was in this group chat with um, Don and all these other people and they were photoshopping comic book characters and I thought hey that's kind of neat and then I started doing it and it's not like like whenever I do something it's not like I put so much thought into it that it's like this is my heart and soul bed on the page it's like this is oh there's there news about um, um, Thrawn from Star Wars being cast oh I'll do a piece on that and then you move on with your life and it's it's baffling that people get so caught up in all of this that it it becomes who they are almost um and i i mean even like venom when venom relates people were angry that spider-man wasn't in on it and i'm like yeah i get it venom and spider-man are intertwined but you can you can just not watch it it's i know it's a (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah people people force themselves to do this and then they get angry at themselves for getting so hooked up on it do you think the uh, studios should prepare really a the lot audience? Of the Last Jedi. <laughs> I was,
4: <laughs> Jedi. I'm just, I, I was, I was getting to that point actually. I just wanted to mention, like, do you think the studios maybe should mention this? Like, for example, when they they say they're going to do like a remake or something, and then they're like, okay, but before before we send out any trailers or anything, expect something different, <laughs> just to prepare the audience before they watch anything.
2: I mean, uh, I don't know that they should have to, right? Like, shouldn't you? Yeah. What what move? Let's use book adaptations, right? Because those were really big. We we talk about how nothing's original, but really nothing's ever been original. Like all the great original <laughs> movies of the 80s and 90s were all based off books. Yeah, you know, like, like Jurassic Potter. Park. <laughs> Jurassic right. Park. Yeah. Well, well, I, yeah. So Jurassic Park, it's nothing like the book. It's an adaptation. People the Witcher really series like the as well. Right, the things Witcher are. series. The Witcher games are, you know, from the book. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. All of those things are not like the book, but they're still great in their own yeah. regards now some of them aren't so, like, I'm, you know I was gonna say Ready Player One but the book wasn't very good either <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, um I feel like, like the Maze one there's the Metro games
4: things. if you want Metro Redo, uh Last Light and those kind of games yeah, I don't Metro, know if you even know about right.
1: that Metro, Metro is great um I love it Stones just started getting into gaming um that's true <laughs> he just finished Doom Eternal for the first time a day Heck ago yeah. yeah oh wow it was great it was great uh,
2: but yeah. it's like all, all this stuff is based off of something else and, for sure. and it's like, it doesn't, the different stuff can be just as good as the stuff that's really close to the source material and vice versa. And I mean, the sh- so so there's two versions of The Shining, two movie versions. You may not know this, but there are. <laughs> One of them was a miniseries in the 90s directed by Stephen King that is almost a shot for shot um, version of his book. Okay. And it's horrible. Like it's <laughs> really, really bad it's like it's absolutely horrible and then there's you know the stanley kubrick shining which takes some liberties and does some different things and it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time and so it's like i don't think you should have to say well this is an adaptation so we're gonna be doing things a little different you just watch out like you just be you just be on your best behavior (laughs) when we give you something that's not exactly what you're used to and but
4: and the funny thing about that is stephen king didn't like the movie either yeah, that,
1: no, that's, that's why, why he made, he made his shows. own version in the nineties. <laughs> he got he got so annoyed at this mi- uh, this movie. He was like, "I'm gonna do my own version, and it's gonna be a million times better because it's <laughs> based on the book." And then he released it, and no one remembered it. Um, I guess that's why
4: they get changed, you know, like because yeah. if you keep if you keep it exactly like the book, it's not gonna be Ooh, as like, good. Yeah, I mean, for the audience.
1: I, I, I'm a big fan Lord of the Rings. Th- mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I. Uh, I, I was gonna. No, about they changed.
4: How... The, they changed a few bits. Yeah, they changed a yeah.
1: lot of that Well, I mean, when you're when you're adapting something into a movie, like this goes for books, comic books, games, anything like that. If you're adapting into a movie, you're trying to take this thing that's meant to be read or experienced over like you know, ten hours at least, yeah. and you're trying to condense that into a two-hour movie. Where you have to introduce characters, plots, setting, everything—it's kind of why the Star Wars opening crawl is so like iconic because it sets up everything that you need to know within thirty seconds. And once mm-hmm. you do that, you're you're done. You're in the world. Um, if Star Wars was adapted from a book, I can promise you that people would be throwing hands nowadays about how inaccurate it was. Um, not just well, Star people Wars are doing that away. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking
2: Star about Wars, Star Wars, for like fifteen years.
4: Let's get in. Let's get into the the movie that we were
2: originally planning to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Josh, we mention we mention Last Jedi just about every episode of the podcast because we're the only two people in the world who like it. Um, and okay. so we like every other episode, it's mentioned and we compare something to it from, from a movie that we're talking about. But we've never dedicated
1: a whole episode to to talk about it. So, William, so we we thought. We did it on the old podcast, but then again, that's been purged from the earth. Well, and that was when it <laughs> first released, so yeah, that was that, what five yeah. years ago now. Oh, wow. Jesus,
0: yeah, Ooh. yeah. So, yeah, um, the thing with Star Wars is, I feel like, um, the the original movies, of course, are awesome; they're classics. The prequels, I grew up on the prequels, so they're kind of my favorite, especially Star Wars three. I know this is controversial. but I'm just saying my experience, and the new movies uh seven i kind of like A was very confusing and nine dropped the ball oh, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for think, me yeah, it was shit At least like really the thing. end of this i can't wait i think there's one thing that at least
1: all you know people are oh sequels are okay prequels are awful oh the original trilogy is awful at least everyone can agree that episode nine dropped the ball in <laughs> such a Every massive way single person yeah, I've never seen anyone be like, oh, yeah, episodes nine is my favorite one out of, the, out of the new movies or out of any of them. It's just like, yeah, episode nine was just bad. It's and the
0: finale. It did yeah. the
2: best thing it could have possibly done, which is make people appreciate The Last Jedi more. <laughs> because after it came out, I started to see people who were like, maybe Ryan Johnson was onto something. Maybe we <laughs> should have had no trust in J.J. J. Abrams. I mean, It fascinates like me, me that Disney got the guy who made the ending to
1: Lost and said, we want you to conclude the entire saga <laughs> of Star Wars. Yeah, me, me and not disagree on certain elements of Star Wars, like particularly the prequels. Um, Dalton's favorite of the prequels is episode one. Uh, Phantom Menace now, is the best prequel. Phantom Menace. I am, I'm a normal person, so I like episode three the most out of the prequels. That's so good. Um, I'm not I'm not a psychopath like him. But, <laughs> so with the prequels, the interesting Jag thing O'Banks. so I've got
2: I've got this uncle who's like a super Star Wars nerd, okay? And he's the one who introduced me to Star Wars when I was a kid. But I didn't know that there was six Star Wars movies until I was like 13 years old. I thought there was just the original trilogy. Because he straight up just didn't tell me about the prequels. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Like like he he <laughs> never once mentioned them ever. And so I didn't realize that they they existed. And I finally watched them when I was like 13. And I was like, okay, this one's kind of boring, but at least it feels Star Wars y. And then Attack of the Clones is the worst movie ever made, budget for budget, like dollar for dollar, <laughs> the worst movie that has ever been put to film. And then episode three is pretty good. And so but I was I was Old enough to see the flaws in these movies before I saw them, so I didn't really grow up with them. But I did grow up with the original trilogy. I mean, I didn't see the prequels until two. Let's see, what three years before Force Awakens came out? Oh wow! You know, because I'm yeah. I'm 22, and that movie yeah. came out in 2015. So yeah, so three, two, three years before that movie came that's out, wild. that's when yeah. I saw the prequels. And so it's like when I got those two options on my hands, when it's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I can watch this movie that feels like what I grew up watching or this movie that doesn't, I'm probably gonna choose the one that feels like what I grew up watching. And I like Force Awakens okay, it's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, Star Wars has a really interesting track record of being an overwhelmingly, eh, series, for one (laughs) that's as popular as it is.
0: (laughs) uh, Thank you for for saying that. I think there
2: are two great Star Wars movies and that's empire and last jedi which i know is a whole controversial statement but i think those are the two that are like elevated above just normal movies and then the rest of them kind of operate in this like generic sci-fi genre
1: but those two elevate the whole saga above it but that's a whole other rabbit hole that me and um me and don we talk about this a lot too star wars and indiana jones are both iconic franchises that have about a 50 50 track record of being good or being awful um and it's like, it, it's kind of insane. I don't want to say insane that they got to the level where they are, because, you know, they released in the 70s when movies weren't good. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, I'm not surprised that they came out on top, but they, you know, you look at them nowadays compared to certain other, I guess, franchises, and it's like, it's it's kind of unique that these movies managed to serpentine their way into the point of 40 years later, they're still probably two of the most relevant movie characters and movie stories that have ever been told um and, and neither you, of them are original
0: why yeah so why do you think that because i mean you are kind of right i feel like the original hype came from the original trilogy and then people just wrote that hype and then more people became a part of the fan base and now it's so huge star wars at least yeah, so i mean and i don't understand why
1: I, I i couldn't i think it was just it, it brought the idea of like i mean the the whole Basis of Star Wars was just George Lucas was watching old uh, Akira Kurosawa movies and was like, "Hey, these are these are kind of neat," and then he brought that sort of unique Japanese storytelling. He was like, "Oh, but what if we had laser swords?" And then everyone was like, "Oh yeah, you've done it again, George (laughs) Lucas." And then Um, wait, you're forgetting a key element here, Josh.
2: And then he made a movie so bad that. They lost all the investors, and his wife
1: came in and re-edited it, and that's what we know as Star Wars. Yeah, it, I mean, Star Wars was lightning in a bottle, In the, the wait, guy- wait wait,
4: was- wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry to interrupt, but what?
1: Okay. <laughs> his wife <laughs> just
4: came and re we're just going to re- so, so skim like, over that?
2: <laughs> so so this, this is a real thing. So, so there was an original cut of the Star Wars, right, which is New Hope now, <laughs> and there was this original cut of the movie, and it was really long and really bad. And it was it was after they had finished filming. And so they they showed it to the investors. And about half of the investors dropped the project after they saw the movie. Holy shit. So they took their money back. And so George Lucas is left penniless and broke. And (laughs) and so his wife comes in and hires a new team of editors to completely recut the movie. And she led the charge to re-edit the movie and then it got recut and released as star wars as we know it today and it was a huge hit and it was spectacular and it was great and then so george lucas is barely responsible for for new hope is what, what? i'm saying basically
0: what? how does he you have know? a billion dollars then
2: he's a brilliant businessman but he's not a good filmmaker. I'm. I'm gonna get. Don't, really don't, no no. Away I get hate careful. for that. <laughs> yes, I am going other. Be careful than with. Star is this yes, exactly. is this like the
4: Steve Jobs, uh, Steve Jobs, and Steve Wozniak kind of thing? <laughs>
2: basically, I mean, what's what's the stuff that people remember from the original trilogy? Is it anything
1: from New Hope except for the Death Star run? Yeah, the the Luke Skywalker scene. See, again, I disagree with on on certain amounts of Star Wars. We both agree that Last Jedi is probably the best thing to come out of it since Empire, and then Mandalorian was the best thing across that. Um, but we, we did screen tournaments. Like I, I still think new hope is good. I just don't think any of the reasons it's good. It's George Lucas. Right. Um, well, this is the point I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, George, George Lucas's wife. I, I think she also rewrote the movie to she, make she it make sense. wrote like half the script. Yeah. She, she made it make Goddamn. sense. Um, yeah. and, and then. So, did no she thing. do this only
4: for the first movie? That's it?
1: Well, she well it the but George movie, Lucas yeah.
2: didn't direct Empire. Irvin Kirshner did. A different guy came in to handle Empire Strikes they, Back.
1: They learned their lesson. They were like, hey, we can't do this. Make a movie for
2: us. And then Return of the Jedi is the worst of the original trilogy when Lucas actually had his hand in the majority of things. No, so Anderson's why doesn't it the- his wife just do the whole thing? No. <laughs> she I think it had already gotten divorced by this point i'm pretty sure she oh. left him after also, the after so this was like, hope released
1: this was like the 70s <laughs> so women weren't really in that industry <laughs> <laughs> um so it's like you know if, if i'm 99% sure genuinely if you say oh a woman wrote the script most studio executives who were doing too much coke they and weren't gonna believe it. They can, they're gonna go oh i don't care about it then, because it's all gonna be uh it's all gonna be glasses and makeup or something because they didn't the, understand what women were like
0: but george oh lucas give him a billion dollars george yeah lucas, george, billion this, dollars this
1: <laughs> big fat guy yes. with a beard walks in and he goes oh, i've got a <laughs> i've got an idea <laughs> i've got an idea
2: the, the thing about george lucas is he didn't make
1: his money from the movies either no, he, he made his money from toy sales he i mean that's george lucas is a brilliant businessman. man he um didn't he i think him and uh spielberg took like 10 percent of toy sales and then you know because people in the 80s and 70s didn't have anything to do with their lives they just bought toys so it's like they they ended up getting 10 billion dollars within a weekend well um, and that's why when he sold star wars to disney
2: he didn't say i want some percentage of the movie sales he didn't he sold all movie rights so disney makes every every penny that that movie makes goes to disney however he still makes like 50% of merchandise sales from Star Wars. He still owns, I don't know the exact number, but it's something like half of all of the toy money goes directly to George Lucas. And so he's still rolling in money to this day with every new Star Wars
1: property that's released. I mean, <laughs> he's set brilliant. for life. Yeah, he's hes genuinely set for life. Um, and uh, I mean, he's probably set his great, great grandkids up for life with one business deal. Yeah. Um, it, it's Star Wars is a miracle that probably should never have happened just given the state <laughs> of, uh, given the state of what like the star wars fan base is now where it's like usually if you have a discussion like this with someone the death threats get thrown out <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll they'll hunt down your family because you said hey i kind of like the last shed and they go nope it's it's you know it's episode two or nothing um <laughs> Okay, hey, anyone okay. ever so, said that? <laughs>
4: so we've been shitting on the series about <laughs> the whole franchise for a bit, but like there there has been good productions out of it. Yeah, so for yeah. example, no, the I, animate I... the animated Clone Wars series and the Mandalorian. And, Those are yeah, great, yeah, right? I'm not yeah. sure. Okay, like they're obviously it's still, it's debatable on the the solo movies. For example, Han Solo and uh, yeah, yeah, there was, was the Rogue I think
0: one. Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, Rogue One. That is, one is uh,
1: like Rogue one's enough, favorite <laughs> movie. Rogue One was
2: interesting. Yeah, that one is like universally loved. That's the one that like. You, out of every Star Wars movie, that's the one that you can't talk bad about without people getting <laughs> really upset. And
1: well, that's also if you ever hear people, the the people who are like, oh, Disney ruined Star Wars, um, that's the one that they always go like, oh, but that that one's okay, you know, Disney ruined Star Wars except for Rogue One. Um, I mean, Disney produced
4: Mandalorian, so yeah, um, yeah. No, the whole, the
1: whole like the whole Disney ruined Star Wars thing I've never understood because the, under Disney, Disney don't care about it. They've just gone, oh, we'll get a billion trillion dollars from this no matter what we do because yeah. these fanboys will eat us up. So just do whatever you want. And they handed it to Kathleen Kennedy who was already George Lucas's like, hey, if you're going to buy this, you have to appoint her. I want her to take over for the CEO. Well, she role. produced episode three. She produced every Lucasfilm
2: movies. Ever. Like, like people are so, people oh, wow. talk bad about, about Kathleen Kennedy all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, she's, oh, Kathleen Kennedy has ruined Star Wars. And it's like, yeah, she's been involved with all of them from the
1: beginning. <laughs> she made E.T. Like, like- <laughs> Right. This woman made E.T., the yeah, extraterrestrial. Yeah, I mean, she's a producer
0: on. and she did Jurassic Park. She's worked with Spielberg and yeah, George Lucas, exactly. etc. But I think that fifth, that eighth movie where... <laughs> where you just where, where, a, full, a full trilogy. Where, where Leia, where uh, Princess Leia is just floating in the space, right? I think that was yeah. one of the most confusing moments for me in the whole yeah, series. I it was I, like, I... she can fly and breathe in the air and they don't actually what is this? I, uh, what is a jedi well it's like i i mean I
1: say the last Shadow is probably my f- before the mandalorian came out it was my favorite piece of star wars that had been done i hadn't watched the clone wars properly when it was coming out because every time i caught it it was always a random episode and i i wasn't a fan of that at the time because i was like eight years old and stupid so i um the last Shadow is <laughs> was my favorite uh thing to come out I don't think it... I wouldn't call it like a flawless movie. I think it has its faults. It's more just like the ideas and the execution of those ideas are probably the first time that Star Wars has ever gotten interesting in about 20 years. Um, It does the thing that Star Wars always set out to do, which
2: is advance things play with ideas play with themes what does this mean what does that mean good versus evil in a way that's different and interesting and it's the first movie since empire i think that is an original story because you've got um return of the jedi which is just a different version of new hope okay (laughs) and then you've got the Well, I will say Phantom Menace is a bit of an original story, but the entire prequel trilogy is a story we heard in flashbacks in the original trilogy. So there's nothing new there. It's all stuff we've heard before, just fleshed out. And then Force Awakens, as I said, I I like it, but I I hear the complaints that it's just a remake of of New Hope again. But then Last Jedi comes along and it's like, okay, we're going to do something just different. And I think Ryan Johnson is an excellent filmmaker. I think he's one of the best working, Last or uh, Knives Out is one of my all-time favorite movies. And I think he did a really good job at taking these characters that we know and this world and kind of saying, what does it look like if we shift the perspective just a little bit? Like, let's look at this from a slightly different lens as opposed to just looking at it like, Everything has got to be interwoven and connected. And Darth Vader is Luke's father, and Leia is Luke's sister, and all of these different things that are like, how on earth did all of this happen? It's like, yeah, our main <laughs> characters, she's she's nobody. She's nobody important. She's just a, a human being who exists, just like the the world works. And Snoke, yeah, he's 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 a nobody too. He just rose to power like anybody would, in in that position. And and and. I just love those elements of it where it's like number 1 Snoke is very menacing and I mean until he until he dies but he serves <laughs> serves to make our main villain which is not Snoke it's Kylo Ren serves to make him more menacing Show the mug show the mug <laughs> <laughs> It serves to make the best character from the entire sequel trilogy, more menacing because he kills the guy who is apparently the boss. He just takes out the boss in a heartbeat, and, and now he's, he's really done.
0: Small. And he's full yes, yeah, and, and he's Yes, he's very wise. Very small <laughs> head. <laughs> <laughs> he's got By very the- high waisted <laughs> pants, and he's got and he,
2: he's got a really deep voice, and he talks like he's got asthma.
4: <laughs> I I remember there there was a lot of controversy when he we first saw his face about the the casting for kylo ren yeah uh, i
2: think he looks like harrison ford and i'm apparently nobody else has ever agreed with me i, but I think would have said that adam driver looks like harrison ford
1: really that's, I... uh, they've got they've got similar features <laughs> Wait, also just just in theory right i i've never thought about this before so harrison ford is a brunette carrie fish is a brunette both of their parents in the movies are brunettes so does that mean kylo ren actively dyes his hair black <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, he's a sad no, boy, he's emo It's, it's, he's it's, emo it's a recessive
4: gene from his grandparents uh, Darth, Darth Vader I mean. was all black
0: Wait, wait, wait So
2: sh- is there an, What's what's Anakin's mother's name? Shmi Shmi? Shmi?
1: <laughs> Shmi. Wait, is it Shmi? Cause that, Shmi's the character from Peter Pan He's the fat dude who helps out uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's Shmi Does yeah, she think- have
2: black hair? <laughs>
4: She might mm. do. That's but his great do. grandmother, then. Yeah. yeah. Anakin is the grandfather.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if she has black hair, it makes sense. It's just extremely coincidental that the first in <laughs> three generations of this family is the most evil person in the galaxy. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, um, and and but so so Kylo Ren is a super menacing villain in this movie, especially there at the end. He has black hair. Black,
1: black hair. Pretty. See, yeah, yeah. it black works. Black it totally. It's works. actually.
2: And under this lighting, it kind of looks yeah,
4: br- like
1: she's she kinda, a brunette. She kind of looks like Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually an early appearance Her. by Adam Driver. <laughs>
2: first His first movie appearance was as Shmi Skywalker. Um, he, he made Anakin
4: turn to the dark side. Correct, <laughs> His own what, grandfather.
2: <laughs> it's like
1: poetry. It rhymes. It rhymes. Um. That's another great George Lucas quote. Uh, Was it? it, Was George Lucas the one who said, uh, "There's so much going on; it's so dense." (laughs) My my
2: all-time favorite George Lucas quote to get back on this rabbit hole is, "Somebody, it's in like a blooper reel for, for I think Phantom Menace, but it's uh, no, no, no. It's maybe it's Episode Three. I don't know. Anyway, it's one of the one of the prequels. And this guy, the special effects, the special effects guy comes up to George Lucas and says, (laughs) "Hey, uh, hey, George." So we're getting the CGI together, and we need to know what color blood Yoda has. And George, <laughs> says, oh, oh, I don't know, green, I guess, and then <laughs> just walks away. And that's it. <laughs> no more thoughts. <laughs> that's it. I that's guess it. That's all it George
1: Lucas. George Lucas is incredibly based because the guy who made like six billion dollars off Star Wars, started making more, and then when people started questioning things about this stuff that he doesn't care about, he was just. uh Oh Samuel Jackson, you want a purple lightsaber? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, oh.
2: Nobody cares less about Star Wars than George, than George Lucas. Oh my God! Yeah, and and Harris, 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 well, that's
0: not, Yeah, I take that back. Harrison <laughs> Ford cares less.
1: Um, but yeah, back and to and the,
0: Shmi. Shmi Skywalker. No, right, Her right, name's right, actually Shmi. Why is, wow. the, why is
1: the photo of Luke and Anakin? <laughs> 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 it's a family tree, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, to, to get back to last show.
2: <laughs> it's also got, because the, the, the big controversy with last show, the, the stuff that people always talk bad about is not like the plot. It's always the, there's three things. It's the Leia scene, which is one scene in the movie, and it right. just shows Leia has force powers. Like it's something that we, we, we were, was established in the original trilogy towards the end, at least the mental stuff, like she could mentally communicate with Luke in that movie. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, okay. so if, Every time someone
1: starts talking about that Luke and Leia talk mentally I just think back to the start of episode 5 where she just stalks him <laughs> to, to prove a point <laughs> and it makes me yeah.
4: laugh yeah. Wait, so she, can you read his mind? She, she can read his mind, that, that's the, the they, point they can, uh, telepathic, So they communicate uh, mentally
2: but if she's got yeah. the force and that was 40 years ago I mean
1: now, that Okay, so they that, can um, com-
4: communicate telepathically but they can't read each other's minds
1: Yeah, they, there's that part at the end of episode 5 where Luke's, you know, hanging with his arm and she like she's like oh he's in danger go back for him, and they have to go. They, she finds them like she picks him up. It's like it's kind of hinted at that they have this connection at least mentally yeah. to the point of they can sense where each other are, which is you know very very early force stuff. So forty years on, I'm not. My, my thing's more just Star Wars has always had this kind of camp to it, so I'm I'm, I'm alright yeah. with one scene where Leia becomes a superhero and shoots through the stars, <laughs> um, and it's so goofy looking. It, it, it's really goofy looking, but
2: it's- <laughs> and I realized why today when I because I rewatched this movie this morning. I realized why it's because she's wearing this dress and, and it she's looks like in a space so they they tried to make it like super accurate to the way space would work and they put ice particles on her face and all this kind of stuff but the fabric doesn't move because it's in in space so it just looks like somebody cut out a png and just like moved it <laughs> like like
1: just... that's what it looks like because nothing's moving it's like uh it's like super cw cgi where they just to get right. someone to fly they just go <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. it um and so yeah i get it it's goofy but it makes sense in the
2: context of the world and i'm okay with it i'm mm. fine i could have not done it but i'm fine with it
1: the, the, <laughs> real, the real meat that i'll accept it like yeah I'll, I'll accept this 30 second scene right um it makes like, no difference to the to the overall plot of the movie is is really my main point it, it, with that. it just one. exists to take layer out of the movie till the end and right you know and could have been done a million other ways. I, I, I don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like the the real meat that everyone complains about usually is uh, the progression of Luke from like the end of Episode Six through to this weird old
0: to no, Yeah, weird old man. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, which you know I I'm a fan of it just because I, I like I like the idea of oh this guy this guy was just a farm boy who in about a year took down an empire. And then people were like, hey, solve all of our problems. And he just kind of, he got tired of it. He made a few mistakes and went, you know what? I'm going to go back to drinking green milk across my beard. And <laughs> well, <I'm> gonna- <laughs> it, 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 the last time, because people
2: talk about like, well, the Luke Skywalker I know would never go into hiding after blah, 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 and he would never do that to Ben Solo. Like, he would never flash his lightsaber, instantly regret it, and then but the last time we saw Luke Skywalker, he was beating the snot out of his own father with the lightsaber <laughs> for the same reason. Like, like he was just wailing on Darth Vader until he almost killed him, and he was really responsible partly for his death. And it's like, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I think the story would have been just much more plain and generic and forgettable if it was just like, oh, super powerful Luke Skywalker is here and he shows up and he does all of these amazing things and he has no story or character arc whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But what they did was- So like in the Mandalorian? basically yeah Yeah. well imagine if the whole movie was just the mandalorian and i i love that scene in the mandalorian because it makes the last jedi better because it adds to luke's fall right because it's pre-luke's fall and it it just adds to like well this is what he looked like in his prime and then he slipped up and he messed up and he 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 fell it also means that um baby yoda is dead and was killed by kylo (laughs) that's what what last jedi means (laughs) um but it, it, it it's, it's such a great character arc that was so much different than what I expected and what most people expected. Now, some people got upset about it, and I didn't, clearly. But it was so much different than I thought it would be, where it was like, Luke's character arc is going to be he messed up big time, and he knows he messed up. And so his way of personally dealing with that grief is to just throw up his hands and say, I'm done. Which... Yeah, you take a you take a farm guy and over the course of 5 years he defeats an entire galactic empire and now the weight of the entire republic is on his shoulders. Yeah. That's going to weigh pretty heavy on a guy. And then yeah. he causes the fall of that republic by trying to kill his own nephew because he's scared and nervous. Yeah, that's probably gonna, that would make anybody a hermit. And I just I really like Luke's arc in the movie and Mark Hamill gives such a great mm-hmm. performance. I mean, it's the performance of his friggin' career. And it's a shame that he doesn't like it and people <laughs> don't like it because It's great. And it's so it's so in tune with what Star Wars has always been. Um, that character arc specifically, just like it's like, yeah, sometimes people mess up and but we wanna give them like like this is your hero story and we're 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 directing you into that. I don't know. I just really like the Luke stuff in the movie mm-hmm. very much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh Mark Hamill's um best performance is the joker in the Batman animated series I would live, action. <laughs> live action <man. laughs> yeah. like, well, yeah, I don't, live action. I don't, performance. Think,
1: I don't think anyone can ever like i mean i know there's been a lot of jokers you've got you've got troy baker you've got john the Maginari. uh there's a lot of great jokers out there but all of them end up i feel like every joker kind of ends up falling into this hole of like you're just trying to emulate the mark hamill joker um, mark which... hamill also only cared about the joker for like two
2: seasons and then when they when they switched animated styles, which I think was season three or four. Four, four. four so, so in season four, I, I think they got a new team behind the series or whatever, but none of the voice cast seemed to care. Like even Kevin Conroy, who I think is one of the greatest working voice actors of our time, was just like shooing it in. well I, think, yeah, I agree with you. I Mark Hamill's like, great as the Joker.
1: Part of that was like the, the writing team decided to make Batman a bit more of a secondary character because the idea of it was like, oh, We'll bring in Nightwing and Batgirl and we'll have them be you know a sense of focus so everyone else kind of took a back seat to it um but yeah I mean Mark Hamill's best performance is always going to be the Joker I, I'm a massive fan of the Arkham games and I'd still think they are great yeah there's two great I, I think there's two perfect I'd call adaptions of the Joker and it's the Arkham games and it's the Telltale series um and I, I will fight anyone who says that the Telltale Joker is like, <laughs> the best adaptation short of the animated series. It's uh, true. It's pretty great. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, Mark Hamill in the movie, I think Mark Hamill is what makes the movie for me. Because if Ooh. it was if it was like anyone else, um, it just wouldn't work as well. And I, like I said, I still think there's faults in the movie. Um, I, I rarely try and defend the Rose and Finn stuff. Like, it's a neat...
3: <laughs> <It's>, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's it, yeah that's the part that i'm just like eh. yeah you're yeah, but, right yeah, yeah
1: but, you know it's it's neat to see a character arc for finn after he kind of got sidelined in the movie where he was meant to be the main character mm-hmm. at the very <laughs> end thanks jj Abrams. <clears throat> and then it, it's nice to see this new aspect of the galaxy because it feels like every time we go to explore the galaxy all we ever end up seeing is the dirty undersea and it's like it's like you know, I, I'm a fan of a dirty underseed but I've seen because yes, you just
2: are a dirty, undersea.
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly, but it's like I, you know, I've seen the Coruscant underbelly 50,000 times, so that kind of thing never really shocks me anymore because I, I know that there's a lot of this crime, and you know, you see Moss Eisley 6,000 times over, you, you it kind of loses its impact, so it's nice to see, yeah. The, the upper side of the criminal empire where it's a load of warlords who are betting on just horses and there's a weird broom boy who um, who steps up to a man and gets beaten and it's like I you know I, I don't care about it it's neat I I could have done without it the, the only reason it serves a purpose is just I, I mean I don't know it's to it get Belisio del
2: Toro in the movie because Belisio to del, del, del Toro really wanted to be in the
1: movie <laughs> and he, he stutters through every line um, <laughs> I guess it's like to get Finn and Rose onto the main ship, but then all they, they were already on the flash- main ship. They left the main ship to go to. Well, Camp no, I mean, like, I mean the the Snoke ship. Um, mm. they, they get taken there right because X- Finn to. needs to fight Phasma because it, right. things come full circle or whatever. Right. I, I never liked is-
2: Finn, and I he's my, my least damn. favorite. <laughs> From all the movies, I love the idea of a stormtrooper who becomes yeah. like
0: a rebel like on yeah. the
2: on the resistance, and it's great Ooh. and it's awesome and whatever. But he's also just really annoying, <laughs> like and that's from his first scene. Like, I mean, I, I like Finn. He has a bit of
4: attachment it, issues.
0: Yeah, he has an and, attachment and it's issue. like,
2: oh, you got a boyfriend? You got a cute boyfriend? My name's Finn, Ray,
1: How's it <laughs> going? We just... That's, cool. of... That's it's kind like... of why I like the, the Finn story. Because the Finn story in The Shadow is just, he wants to go to be with Ray because he's yeah. a stalker. Because he's, <laughs> <so>, uh... <laughs> he's, he's weirdly attached to her. Uh, and then he learns because this person's sister died that, oh, maybe the Resistance isn't so bad because they're trying to help people, which you think you get from the name Resistance. <laughs> but it, it, it's a nice, I guess it's a nice character arc where he's like, oh, yeah. I kind of actually want to help these people to the point of, you know, he'll sacrifice his life or rather he'll try to and then someone saves him. Like, I saved you. And then <laughs> everyone else luckily escapes because otherwise he just killed everyone in that home. <laughs> I, I don't like that. Bit. Um. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's. Uh, I kind of want to
4: present to you guys a, b- a bit of an idea that, like, a different approach that could have occurred maybe on the movies. Okay. Uh, let's do it. So obviously we know Kylo Ren kills his father, and that's how they get rid of Harrison Ford from the movies. <laughs> and obviously they have to get rid of Carrie Fisher. <laughs> so what if they got Kylo Ren to kill her as well? What do you think would have gone well, on in that situation? I feel
2: like that was probably the original idea well but really? see, here's 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 the thing carrie fisher didn't die until after they finished filming last jedi okay so yeah because i thought that same thing too so i looked it up and it's like because i was like why didn't they just kill her off like just
1: but
4: no no like I'm specifically very, kylo, kylo ren killer
3: right oh yeah no, no. The i'm thinking the same thing no like, I, I like
1: it, that yeah. it, it adds to the whole like um uh, killing your parents
4: thing. and becoming a <laughs> fully dark side <laughs> yeah it, it, it
2: adds to the thing i can't like, remember about Rise of Skywalker, how did she die in she, that? She
1: just she just she sleeps. Oh um, right right. She, she's yeah, like she, she she's right. Got it. I want to yeah. say that she did some Yoda's thing. Yeah, she she Yodas. She Yodas it. She just gets too tired. She's like, you know, like oh, it's wind It's like, right?
3: No, no, I've had enough.
1: Yeah.
2: This is just falling. I'm done with this. Kylo Ren comes back to the light, and when Kylo Ren comes back to the light, that's when she Yodas. I
1: just I like the idea that you know she's just like. Yeah. I've been dealing with this for a while. It doesn't look like we're going to win. Um, best of luck to you, fellas. Uh, I'll see you later. I'll we tried the best, you. but what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, I like no, I like the idea of Kylo Ren. It, it adds to the Kylo ren Ray relationship in the movie, which is him trying to get her to let go of the past so that he can, they can both move on to this kind of better future. And obviously, they disagree on that, on what constitutes better future. But I think it would fully add to the character arc that Kylo Ren has throughout the movie. Well, I, I like the theme of you got your original three, right?
2: Although Chewbacca should count as original four, but we'll say original three for human characters. You got Han, Luke, and Leia, okay? Mm-hmm. Han dies in Force Awakens. Luke dies in Last Jedi. Leia dies in Rise of Skywalker. But Carrie Fisher passing away in real life threw a whole wrench into that whole thing that that appeared they were going for. Um, and so... You you could have done one of the, each original main characters passes away in each of the movies because that's what it seemed like they were going for and that's what they ultimately did but it just really got a wrench thrown into it when Carrie Fisher you know passed away
0: yeah.
2: um, and so
0: I, I I don't know
2: and then that's a whole other yeah thing it's complex
0: yeah I I have an idea to present to you guys I think that Star Wars itself shouldn't have been one long story you know it's no. like with franchises and stuff. It's like Marvel is so powerful because it's so many different stories and so many different styles. And each movie is kind of its own thing, but also ties to this whole universe. And then it adds up and then there's the end game. And it's like amazing that. Yeah. But Star Wars can't do that because it's one story and they're relying on so much and it doesn't work.
1: That, yeah. That's partly why I always loved The Last Year, because like, it's the first one to sort of break away from that mold of like, oh, every single person has to be connected to Luke Skywalker. Or well, every person has to be connected to Anakin. It's like, you know, you well, can't really
2: have... if you want to trace it back, every person's gotta be connected to
1: Shmi. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if, if you wanna trace that back, every person has to be connected to Palcating. Um oh, yeah. by the way, Shmi oh. if you
4: notice uh, when we were looking at her name, her name is Shmi Skywalker Lars. That's like isn't that like a German family name? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, or her first name? I don't know. <laughs> so Owen Owen and Baru is Luke's her aunt brother. and uncle. That, yeah,
1: that's how how crappy must they be to let their sister get sold into slavery? And <laughs> they're, like, they're living on the same. No, they're no, like no, no, twenty remember, minutes out
2: from where she was. Remember, because what's his face? This is this is um, episode two stuff we're talking here. So I know I understand. Nobody, nobody, knows, <laughs> nobody's seen that movie since they were a child. Um, he the the Lars the old 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 man Lars, old McDonald, old man Lars. <laughs> <laughs> buys Shmi and marries her, and he has two children of his own, which is Owen, who is married, and that's the Lars family tree. Mm. There, you will there remember you go. Far more from that movie than I think <laughs> <laughs> anyone on the planet. No, yeah, it's
1: uh, great. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's that that's kind of why they reveal that, like, oh, she's her parents were just a couple of nobodies who abandoned her on this junk planet, was so great because it, it took this like <clears throat> every character in Star Wars is a prophesied chosen one you know at first it was Anakin then it was Luke it's, it's always been oh these people are selected to be a hero to be the to be normal folk and it's like it's nice to have someone who's just a person and yeah. they're just like hey I'm just a person but you might as well because what else do you have to do in Star Wars your options are slave or weaponizer or soldier it's like <laughs> I'll take I'll take the soldier if it means I get a bit of fame I guess. Well and um, it's like
2: whoever why did jedi have to be from a particular family lineage to be powerful? Like hmm. according to who? Like I mean it's that genetics seems weird. as well. Like, especially if, if, you, if you believe the midichlorians. <laughs> right. Well <laughs> and especially if according to George Lucas jedi aren't supposed to have kids. How how is that supposed to work?
1: It's You it- know isn't that they all meant to have kids? No, and they're, they're meant not to have sp-
2: attachments. Yeah, they're then. not supposed to have attachment. I guess they can technically have kids.
1: Well, oh, yeah, they I not. know, I know. But, but then there of, is this like, is this like a type of?
2: Is
4: this like a type of specific? Uh, what's the word? I don't, I don't like when you want to, you know, categorize like these uh, special people and like place them as in like the top tier and like the one percent, that kind of thing. (laughs) Like only these people can be, you have to be chosen. The the Jedi Jedi. Council,
1: the Jedi Council of all and stuff. And like, oh yeah, only people in Jedi Council are allowed to have kids. None of of you can, (laughs) just us. Nobody else, just (laughs) Um, with each (laughs) other. You'd be expecting Yoda to just be
4: pimping out around
1: town. (laughs) I mean, Yoda was on the Council for a reason. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um. But, no, I mean, I know that there, there was some dumb rule where uh, if if a species was endangered, then they were allowed to have attachments and have kids because apparently yeah. they cared about that. But, um, like, the whole, I don't know, the whole Star Wars... Star Wars got a bit messy, you know? Like 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 Ali said, it, it needed to be something else. That's kind of why I like Rogue One and Solo a bit more because they're just these little yeah. offshoot moves. I wish they took place at a different time. It's why I'm pretty excited for the Acolyte because it's the first thing that's, like not episode three to four focused that we'll probably see in about ten years. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. It, that's gonna be cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 excited. When they announce a load of the Star Wars offshoot projects, I'm I think for the most part, I'm looking forward to all of them. Um yeah. well that's what made Mandalorian so great is it's
2: not is, yeah the it, Walker Saga. It's like mm. it's like yeah, it's just a dude, and he's out in the galaxy, and he's doing his own <laughs> thing, and he stumbles upon this little baby, and he's real cute, and he's got big old ears and big old <laughs> eyes. What are you gonna do? It's like it's great because it's so. By the way, I have a simple. question
4: for you guys. I want to ask. Um, okay, so in the beginning, it was the Empire, and then it became. Uh, what's it called? What, what were the the clones just called? The, the...
1: The, oh no, no, the clone. Wait, the clones were.
4: The, the order, something like that. I don't
1: know. They were just a Jedi order. I think the ba- technically the bad guys were the Separatists who went on oh, to yeah. take them over. Name. Yeah, uh, but they, they
4: had a specific name, like. So there's the first the...
1: order in the sequel trilogy.
4: Oh yeah, the first order. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there was Empire, and then the first order. Yeah. So obviously these people have they need resources and money to build such a large corporation, let's say, and uh, to take over the world. Did did the the investors not like think for a second that what happened to the first empire could happen to them as well. (laughs) (laughs) Where they're like, okay, this is maybe a bad idea. We shouldn't invest in this. I mean, we are going to be considered the villains possibly. I don't know. And there's going to be resistance.
1: Hindsight hindsight in the 20, in the Souls universe is 2020. Um, (laughs) You know, know, (laughs) they even say like, you know, Oh, we had an empire. And then somehow the first order managed to just rise up again. It's just like, Okay, so you guys are just, you. at this point, I'm more on the first order side. Because clearly, you people should not be in charge of running a universe because you can't. You just let these idiots rise up through. And, How um, did a
2: republic let that happen twice? <laughs>
1: twice? Like, like, over the course of 40 years,
2: well, what, 50 years? Over the course um, of 50 years, you had a republic and then yeah. let an empire rise up and then had another republic and let an empire rise up again. I mean, come on. Get it well, that was the main argument
4: for, I think, Palpatine in the, in the for the first empire uh, when he said that the Jedi Council became corrupt and complacent right. and lazy. I did it the first time. Yeah, the first that, time. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine, fine
1: the first time, like, but don't like let it happen again. <laughs> well, you know, Palpatine was too busy seeing that giant pyramid. Somehow Palpatine <laughs>
2: survived.
1: Somehow Palpatine survived. He was just... He was just sitting there. He was, I I mean...
4: He's like, you lazy fucks let me do it again. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's He's just like, okay, is there another Jedi council that I can get on so I can tear them apart? I've already done this once. I've got the blueprint mapped out. It's fine. I can. I just need to find another weird slave kid who I can. M- but the m- new guy's
2: already <laughs> seen me. So what do I do?
1: Like <laughs> exactly. the new, the new <laughs> Jedi
2: guy. He's already. He already knows what
1: I look like. I guess I can't I, get uh, in with him. And now uh, I look horrible, and I can't move <laughs> without robot arms. I. The, I mean, a lot of the issues that I know people have for the sequel trilogy. I. it be. I think it'll be a lot like the prequels, where, you know, the prequels came out and. Uh, I know Don didn't, but the rest of us, I think we watched them as kids, and we were like, hey, this is this is a lot of fun. <laughs> this is, you know, kind of... Like, I haven't seen episode two, because I watched it again a couple of years ago, and I was like, yeah, this is... I'm not watching this. Um, dollar for dollar, um, the
4: worst movie ever. <laughs> especially <laughs> but, as a kid, you were listening to the pew-pew sounds. Yeah,
1: as a kid, I was like, oh, dude, there's a guy with the purple lightsaber. He just chopped off this guy's head, and then I watched it. <laughs> and I'm like, can we just get to something happening? Like, anything, please. Um, I mean... But it's like the prequels released, and they weren't—you wouldn't call them critically acclaimed or anything. Uh, yeah. A, lo- a lot of people had issue with them, and then they released Clone Wars, and Clone Wars took the issues of the prequels and were like, "Okay, let's flesh this out. Let's fix every issue that everyone has ever had with this." And it did. And now um, I still haven't seen it. I'm currently catching up, but like Clone Wars season seven is probably one of the best-rated Star Wars things I've ever seen. Um yeah, Follow for dollar, I've seen people talk about it. I've never seen anyone watch it and go, Yeah, this was kind of rough, you know? Especially well, Clone, Wars, Clone Wars is the prequel trilogy, but just like Fleshed better out.
2: and more consistent and it makes sense and the characters are good and it's fun and it's Well that's
1: what I'm saying. I think that what they'll probably end up doing um is they'll be releasing some kind of sequel trilogy spin off where it's like they flesh out everything involved in the sequel trilogy to make it better. Um and it I, in general, I'm beginning to, at this point, I think we're going to start seeing movies kind of move out the way of the limelight, because, really? you know, with with The Mandalorian, for instance, you've got this $25 million uh, an episode show where you can have these large, massive stories and you can have these big action set pieces and this great production quality, and you can have that fleshed out over eight hours instead of trying to squeeze everything into two, you know? Like imagine, imagine the Rise of Skywalker as a mini series instead of this two-hour right. mess. You wouldn't get somehow Palpatine survived. You'd probably get some dude explaining the cloning process to Kylo Ren because he was angry one time. Um, it, it's just, it's kind of, it, I, it's basically
4: I, the director's cut in a se- <laughs> on a series.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's a director's cut, but much, much, much better. I yeah, um, say this, um, but once out. again.
2: Mm-hmm. The guy who directed that movie directed
1: the finale of Lost, <laughs>
2: <laughs> It was a series. And he had plenty of time to figure that out, and he still didn't.
1: And he might be directing the Superman project, so who knows? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah. that's going to be a tough one to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I stand by the, the, the biggest issue that the sequel trilogy has is that they took the original trilogy and said, eh, let's do it again like yeah. they're like okay they 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 fought the Rotted empire back. they defeated yeah. the empire and it it was concluded and they said yeah what if we just did that again like the empire's <laughs> back we're we're going to have a good time we'll have the, the 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 new first order and the resistance instead of the empire and the rebellion and we'll just do the same thing again and i don't know why they made the conscious decision to do that instead of telling a new story because it negates the need for the original trilogy because it turns out when they blew up the second death star it didn't matter at all, and then the Ewok song, the Nub Nub song, just is useless and meaningless, which is a dis yeah. discredit to those those individuals, the natives of of that planet.
1: The little dwarfs that they stuffed into <laughs> really, yeah. really the hot little costumes. people who they horribly horribly mistreated on set. Did you know, I, I found out the other day because I was just watching videos on it. Apparently, there was one time where Kenny Baker, the dude in the R two costume, just got left in there while everyone went to lunch, <laughs> and he like. <laughs> He was like baking to death because he's in this like tiny little cramped space, and he's just he's basically in a giant oven. And everyone was just like, "Okay, that's the map for today. Let's go to lunch." And they came back three hours later. There's a universe where they come back and open that up, and there's just charred Kenny Baker in there. (laughs) 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 And then they put him in the movie. They made, they put him in the movie. It's talking about Harrison Ford. You know, they brought Harrison Ford back for two movies. Um, I have no clue how they managed to get him to come back for episode nine. No money.
2: Me <laughs> I mean, even money. <laughs> but dude. he's got so much money. He can always have more. You can
1: always have more. On set. <laughs> yeah. um, he was too busy flying planes and making like, <laughs> his legs walking on stairs. <laughs> he was too busy uh, landing planes on top of other planes. airplanes. <laughs> um, but like, it's it's kind of it's strange that they brought him back for that. And he came back for two of those. And every time you ask him about Star Wars, he punches you and he walks away. But it's like you ask him, "Hey, you're 80 years old now. Do you want to do another Indiana Jones?" And he's like, "Yeah, I want to do it. I've been trying to get it done for another five years, and now they're doing that." And it's it. I, I never see those two series dying, even if everyone who's involved. I know have some Ford's like, "Oh, after I'm done, no one's no one's taking it up or whatever." But they'll find someone. Someone you know. They, he hey, the kid, rights. nobody else
2: is ever allowed to play Indiana Jones ever again. And it's like, right. yeah, Housing it, Ford,
1: you're 80. You break your legs walking upstairs, man. You're not... You're going not you're to die ball. in like six months, probably. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> time to get it, like, it It'll be a miracle together, if you man. make it to the permit. Um, but, it, you know, it's... Those, like I say, those two franchises have stood the test of time. They're really? never going to end, ever. And, you know, even Star Wars took a break, quote-unquote, and even that never stopped. They're still releasing yeah. games. They're still releasing TV shows. Um, Books. I mean, like all kinds uh, of stuff. Yeah, people, people want it, gonna...
0: dude. People yes. want it. People want yeah. Star Wars. People love space. People love adventure. People love Indiana Jones. They love archaeologists. It's a like classic <laughs> tale, and uh... they love
2: archaeology <laughs> professors specifically who wear big nerdy
0: glasses.
1: <laughs> I, uh, you know, we're we're going to be eighty, and they're going to be releasing Star Wars Episode 60. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the Phantom Menace Strikes Back. Um, yeah.
2: Somehow Palpatine has
1: returned <laughs> again. Somehow Palpatine has yet to turn. and it's just going to be a CGI Ian McDermott. Well,
0: yeah, No, Ian
2: McDermott's still going to be kicking.
0: <laughs> so, are you guys are you guys looking forward to the future of like the Star Wars universe or not really?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm not I looking forward to much of anything
0: <laughs> at this point. But even
4: even uh, for Kenobi.
2: No,
0: I was, was it? that was a
4: joke. I am looking. Okay.
2: Forward to the Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking about it. yeah yeah I but am, um i'm really looking it, to
1: so good. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to taika wakiti's film a lot and um, let's not forget apparently still on the books <laughs> ryan johnson's trilogy i i have given up hope on that don has somehow <laughs> remained a lot more faithful the the uh, last statement on it was was somewhere recently like six months ago yeah it was someone who talked to him on twitter through like a, a they got an interview skype call with him they asked me it's like yeah it's still going on He's, yeah. he's got to make 6,000 more knives out for Netflix before he can do that. Right. But, um, <laughs> but
2: that's still a thing that's happening. And I stand by the fact that he should have gotten the sequel trilogy like it should have just been his from the get-go. Just mm-hmm. let him direct all three. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we would have had something incredible oh, and spectacular. Even, and,
1: I, as much as I don't like J.J. Abrams' ending, you just needed someone to look out through the entire thing and be like, okay, this doesn't match up with this. You made Rey and nobody and in the next film you're saying that Palpatine somehow hit someone. Like, it's right. not, you're not, you're not matching up here. <laughs> you, you know, you, you say in one film, you need to let the past die. And then in the next one, you bring back Billy Dee Williams looking so old. It just made me sad. It did make me sad. It it, it was really, it was really disheartening to see Rando cameras like hobbling around on a cane. Like I, I felt yeah. so bad watching that sequence, man. <laughs> it was
0: really right.
2: upsetting. But yes, I am looking forward to the future
0: of Star Wars. I think Mandalorian was fantastic. Mandalorian's fantastic. I think, yeah, like if Kathleen Kennedy was listening to this, I think uh, uh, the (laughs) shows are a huge success. Keep up with the shows.
1: Yeah, definitely. The the
0: shows are probably the future. Yeah, almost. Stay away from the
4: movies. (laughs) The continuous series. Yeah. I don't know, dude.
0: The third movie, dude, Star Wars 3, is so cinematic and iconic. Especially when they're fighting in lava. I'm with there. you on this one. That's I'm with you on this one. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, but that's going to be hard to repeat.
4: That's the thing.
2: We I won't have another, another Anakin, Anakin Kenobi. And if we do it again, if we have another fight scene in the lava pit, can it be maybe like 15 minutes instead of
3: 45? <laughs> <laughs> it goes on
2: for so long. It looks beautiful, but by the end of it, I'm just exhausted.
1: It's- All right, it's-
0: yeah. uh you're listening Kathleen Kennedy uh this is that's what you have to do and then make the games better obviously of course we want to play some nice Star Wars games Ooh, that's oh, a good yeah. question what did
2: you guys think of Force Fall Unleashed
4: I did not like it like it, it, was, okay. I, it was okay it was okay but like I don't know man like my favorite one is force Unleashed for sure
2: mm.
1: I like force I, Unleashed it I had like a good it had force a great story too. To yeah. go on as well Force unleashed is the one I always end up going back to yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but played liked... through Fallen Order once, and the thing I
2: love about it is the time period in which it takes place, because we don't really have other than Rebels, which is a little later, we don't have much in that time period. The between episode three and
1: episode four. Everything's between like between six and nine, because I have to flesh out everything between because right. no one ever did in the movies.
2: Right. But
1: it's like it's I, I
2: really like the story in in um Fallen Order, where it's like, this is what happened to a Jedi who survived. I really liked that story and I thought it was really neat and Cal is great. The game was too short is the only thing I can. Yeah, really that is about. true.
4: Also, it was it was small. It was small, you know, because like you're yeah. playing in a game where it's like um, just galaxies and galaxies where you can travel to and in this game, you can just travel to like what, four or five planets. And even the planets themselves are like very basically designed, in my opinion, they could have done more. Mm uh the fighting could have been a bit better as well
1: oh, I was uh, a, I was So a yeah. kind of like how dark soulsy it was you know where it's like you, you have to save at these checkpoints and as soon as you do every other guy within the vicinity comes back and fights you because wow it, you know it was it was, it was nice i like that a yeah. dark souls um,
0: game but star wars that would be yeah. genius yeah, i mean we just game. get that wasn't yeah, it yeah. Fallen I'm, kind order? Of, I'm kind of hoping that's oh what fallen order is like but
1: even more i'm you know I want Fallen Order to punish me. I've been a bad boy. <laughs> punish me. Um, okay. But yeah, no, I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm looking forward to the future of Star Wars because even, even in the games, there's that Ubisoft sandbox game that they've been mm. working on apparently. Uh, yeah. uh, even though they say that they're not, I'm pretty sure we'll probably get a Battlefield, about uh, Battlefront 3 sometime in the next couple of years. Um, and, you know, it's. I'm not going to say it was, it's looking up because I still don't think it's ever been quite looking down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But Star Wars is, you know, Star Wars is going to continue to be the highest grossing franchise of all time. So we, need
2: a, we need an HD remaster of Shadows of the Empire, is what we need. Yeah. If you that, want to be completely game, honest.
1: Dolan hasn't played many games, and that was one of the first games he ever played. That was the first video game I ever played
2: through completion, was Shadows of the Empire. And it's incredible and I will stand by that statement. That's what I want. I want a remake of a, a video game nobody remembers from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it to me,
0: I'll take it. And uh, what about the future of you guys? What's uh... Next and start for your podcast. Uh, well here's This is the, we, um,
2: hopefully the last time I ever talked to Josh after I <laughs> this call. I'm hoping that's it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna say, here's hoping the podcast and our friendship ends up dissolving within sometime You know, sometime in the next couple of weeks be preferable, couple of days, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's it's my birthday next weekend, so you never know, I might get a nice surprise and don't <laughs> mess just me and says, Hey, I'm I'm leaving. It's
2: no, you're going to get a message and say, hey, Josh, surprise, I'm in your house.
0: <laughs> this, right is this is why we need Thanos. <laughs>
2: yeah, this is why we need Thanos. Yeah. You know,
1: in theory, <laughs> Thanos snaps his fingers. Half of this call is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how professional
2: you guys are, but if I'm around, we're keeping going. The show's got to go on. Yeah, I, you guys I'm disappear?
1: Going, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. I mean, realistically, we'll probably just keep doing this podcast until we can't do it anymore i guess or until, until one of us boring. is dead yeah until one of us is dead And then um, there's the deep fake cgi bring it back in like for yeah exactly then, then, we'll, <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll uh you know princess layer it in and <laughs> we can make <laughs> ourselves look 10 times younger it'll be wonderful uh, we don't I
2: do video, so i'll just make an ai voice of myself and josh like using some audio yeah, recordings we
1: just we'll say like every word in the dictionary and then the ai can you know voice them together you no know i mean. yeah. We've got we've got a mate Colin who we we watch movies with sometimes we do movie commentaries so we'll, as much as we'll joke about it the podcast is always quite a nice thing you know it's it's for me it's usually late at night so it's just a cool down I end up talking to Don we'll finish it he'll have to go off and you know do something social because he has a life um and then I'll hop on call with the other guys we'll start photoshopping or whatever it's, you know it's the podcast is quite nice. Um, and and colin colin's a lovely dude too preferably i would be able to host one with him but neither of us have the hey, radio genuinely
2: <laughs> yeah colin uh colin chastain he's bob and uh, colin on instagram yeah. b-o-b-b-i-n-c-o-l-i-n he's on with us when we do the film show which is our movie commentary tracks and he's great i mean he's, he's one of the
1: loveliest dude i've ever known
2: he's, um, genu- I, I cannot praise this man enough sometimes we have him on and i can't stand him <laughs> and I, um, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, item, <laughs> item is yeah.
1: unbearably talented. Uh, he gets on my everlasting nerve. He's just he, got too much of that talent. We've yep. been, we've all been working on something, and I know Don hasn't seen it, but I, I've caught a couple of glimpses because uh, we're, we're doing, we're just doing some costume designs. He's checking it now. I can see it. Um, <laughs> I am actually. But he's, yeah. been, he's been sending, he sent a couple of updates and it's made me unbelievably sad. Uh, mm. You know, if I, if I ever stopped, if me and Don't ever stop completely, it'll
0: probably be items full. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <been> here, <though>. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Well, um, go check out our podcast with, uh, I just Farooq. That was a couple episodes ago. And yeah. go check out these guys' podcast, semi-pro podcast, really fun show talking about movies and other stuff. Uh. <laughs> we watch we watch, lot, we watch a lot of movies that
1: no one else ever wants to watch because they're always bad. <laughs> We've seen both of the Doom movies. That's <laughs> and one of them is actually okay. Is actually okay. Yeah. Uh, you were going to say good, weren't you? You're I gonna was going to say good, but <laughs> I can't make myself Absolute say it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just
0: okay. <laughs> All just right. Well, lie. thank you guys. Uh, thank, thank you guys for, so much thank for being you for on the us. pod. This is a lot of uh, fun. thank you guys for coming this on. Was a lot of fun, uh, and. Um, I'll see you guys later. Uh thanks for watching A2Joe. See ya. Goodbye. Peace. Woo-